This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson, with me as always, the one who knows everything there is to know, Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. I got an upgrade. That's awesome. You've had that upgrade for a while. I know every single thing that there is to know. Mm -hmm. How about that? Yeah. Not Uh, that you're God or anything, because you're not. No, no, that's not the case. That would be blasphemous, but... (laughs) Hey, as what's far as a, liberty goes, I know everything there is to know about liberty. Okay, yeah, yeah. the little qualifier in there. Well, yeah, because you're not God. I got you. This mm. is Good Morning Liberty, by the way, and it's morning time, which is weird uh, for those of you who don't join us live every day, like the people in the Fed Haters Club, which you can join by going to joingmail.com. We typically will record like around noon or one or one thirty or two or two thirty or three or four. Uh, depending on how the day's going. Sometime in between there. But rarely will it be before noon. And right now it's 10 a.m. Central it's Time. It's not just morning time in Hawaii. It's morning all across the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, so. so the biggest Twitter announcement ever happened last night. The spaces with Ron DeSantis. Did you know you say, he's, he says it, DeSantis. He doesn't say DeSantis. He says DeSantis. Last night, uh, watching his video, actually today, watching one of his videos was the first time I've ever heard it pronounced that way. I'm Ron DeSantis. I don't agree with that. I think DeSantis Mm. is better. Okay. Now, if I were... Of course, Twitter crashed, by the way, (laughs) several times, which, which was rough. Very rough. Do you think he regrets deciding to announce on the Twitter spaces? I, you know, look... All PR is good PR, and when you crash something, I think people are more like, oh my God, it was that big. I guess a lot of people are talking about it today. A lot of people are talking and wondering like, okay, that that crashed Twitter. This must have been huge. Now, why do you think he decided to do it in a Twitter space as opposed to the way that it's always done? Like in a big press conference, a speech, a really cool video, something like that. Hmm. Is it... Do you think it's because Elon Musk has 140 million followers and he's trying to use that to his advantage? That might be the case. I, I really don't know. Um, How about a grassroots style campaign? That's one thing that I was maybe thinking. Maybe it's because Trump's not on Twitter anymore? <laughs> Could be it. Now, if I were Trump, Trump was throwing shade his way all night last night. There was a lot of funny stuff. Okay, we'll, we'll play some of it. Trump was throwing all sorts of stuff out there last night. If I were Trump, I would have chosen last night as the time that i came back to twitter and i would have hosted my own twitter space last (laughs) night as donald trump and i'm a little disappointed that he didn't do that i i think that would have officially broken twitter last night and it would have been the biggest trump move that you could have imagined instead he was posting all sorts of stuff on truth and and instagram and whoever i didn't even know he was using instagram but apparently he is 
That is hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So as you can see here on the screen, basically all of the news headlines from the ma major news publications mention the fact that there were, were a lot of technical issues, like from the Washington Post, Ron DeSantis's 2024 kickoff on Twitter plagued by technical issues. That's like the leading headline. It's not that he's running for president. The next one, New York Times, Elon Musk's event with Ron DeSantis exposes Twitter's weaknesses. Top headline there about DeSantis entering. Uh, here's another one from New York Times. DeSantis's big moment goes awry with a Twitter meltdown. See, everyone's talking about it. It's so. true. I don't remember where. Uh, this is from CNN, I think. Glitches, echoes, and melting the servers crash DeSantis's. See, they used it, I believe, the proper way. They put the apostrophe after the S mm. instead of an, an extra S. Someone went to Oxford English. School. Isn't that the way that you would act? I was going to mention this beforehand. Someone's going to have to tell me, but I don't think you put DeSantis apostrophe S afterwards, do you? Can someone tell me about this? Are there any grammar Nazis in the group right now? Mm. I'm going to have to text my mom about this later. She's not a grammar Nazi, but not a not. My mom is not a Nazi. <laughs> okay. I think it's the, if the word ends in an S, then you put an apostrophe afterwards. Hey, so kudos to CNN yeah. for getting something right. How about that? Bobby McShay agrees. She says, yes, that is correct. Okay. Well, we got that. Uh, Reuters takeaways from DeSantis launching White House bid in messy Twitter event. See, they couldn't figure it out. So they just reworded the headline <laughs> so they didn't have to use possessive. He didn't have any grammar Nazis on standby. <laughs> yeah. Could have had AI write the headline. They're all running U-Hauls right now. <laughs> and then Babylon B, Babylon B chimes in. <laughs> After Twitter announcement fails, DeSantis sends backup announcement to people's pagers, <laughs> which is pretty good. I'm running for press. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I didn't even read the pager. That's good. I'm running for press. <laughs> it's the first text messages, man, back in the day. Uh, could you send text on a pager? Yeah, you could add like a little message. I didn't know like that. Nine, I thought you just nine one one or like other. I thought you just put a number, basically, like a number that you were supposed to call. I didn't no, know you, you could put, put text on you there. You could put a little message in there. What kind of man? You know, this is what happens when you grew up as poor as I did. We didn't have text messaging pagers, you know, or pagers that I can remember. We grew up in a time when we got the first <laughs> cell phone for our family. You had a limit of how many text messages you could send and receive. Yeah, you your plant. first cell phone had text messaging on it? Yeah. Really? I think so. How young are you? Um, I remember when well, texting we, came out and I made fun of it. I was like, why would you text someone when you could just call them? It's so much easier. Well, we just call were, people. We were really poor, so the, we had to wait a long time to get <laughs> a phone. Okay, so by the time so, we were able to get a cell phone, I think I was like 13. You were more poor than I was. Yeah, is what you're trying By the to time tell. We everyone were able right to now. get one of those. Okay, it, it had texting available. Now we will. Uh, let me find the the right thing of what it actually sounded like. T, T Dub from the live group says he was using a pager as recently as 2017 for work. What? Do you work for the federal government? <laughs> What's up with that? That is wild. Okay, actually. I need clarification on that. Do you work for the federal government? He said kinda. <laughs> kinda. Gosh dang it, we got feds in here. Here's a video. This is this was actually originally posted by the Washington Post, I believe. This is kind of what it sounded like when they were getting stuff going last night. 
All right. Sorry about that. We we've got so many people here that I think we are we are uh, kind of melting the servers. Three minutes later. So they just keep crashing, huh? Two minutes later. So I think we're back online here. Great. Um, all right. Well, it's certainly uh, an, an incredible honor to uh, have Governor DeSantis uh, make this uh, stark announcement. Tim, is uh, can are you there? Can you hear us? I think you broke. I'm right, here. I know. I think I think you broke the internet there. We had over half a million people in one Twitter space, and it was growing by like fifty thousand a minute. So, uh, congrats on uh, on breaking the internet there. <laughs> oh, I am. That's a lot of people in a Twitter space. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know if they've had. There's been some really big Twitter spaces. Uh, I maybe some people in the group right now can confirm. Was this the bigger biggest Twitter space that there has been? Is that is that confirmed right now? Magoo says it was. All right, definitely a stress test. They can they can see just like what they did for Starship. Uh, so it was a a good stress test for it. Now normally, Charlie, we've grown accustomed to videos like like this for an announcement. So let's play the actual normal thing that we're used to for presidential announcements. Our border is a disaster. Crime infests our cities. The federal government makes it harder for families to make ends meet, and the president flounders. But decline is a choice. Success is attainable, and freedom is worth fighting for. Riding the ship requires restoring sanity to our society, normalcy to our communities, and integrity to our institutions. Truth must be our foundation and common sense can no longer be an uncommon virtue. In Florida, we prove that it can be done. We chose facts over fear, education over indoctrination, law and order over rioting and disorder. We held the line when freedom hung in the balance. We showed that we can and must revitalize America. We need the courage to lead and the strength to win. I'm Ron DeSantis, and I'm running for president to lead our great American comeback. That's a little bit. The great American comeback. The great American comeback. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that's I'm fine. I'm Ron DeSantis. I don't know if I agree with this whole DeSantis, DeSantis controversy that we have going on right now. Did you see the one hashtag that said, welcome to the disaster? I saw the disaster part. Yeah. Now that that's what we're normally accustomed to. Trump, for his part, did a pretty good job uh, making fun of DeSantis last night. The sanctimonious. The sanctimonious. There's God. things like this right here. There's a SpaceX rocket falling over on one of the uh, landing pads, the ships. It says Ron 2024 falling down and exploding. Okay, that's... That's fine. That's an easy one. Nina Turner posted this one as well. This is a pretty funny We're video. Just trying to get it going. So this is going back and forth between the Twitter space and then a clip of Donald Trump coming out and speaking to a bunch of people. Be an American. Kind of melting the servers. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. 
sentiment to freedom and his willingness to put his money where his mouth is, upset the narrative control imposed on us by our government. Have Governor DeSantis make this up. Okay. Oh, this is going to be so fun. So that's pretty good. And I then I can't wait. One this more. It's going to be the first debate is just going to be so much fun. One more um, thing from Trump. Now, this is something he posted on Instagram. This is an AI generated, I assume, uh, Twitter space. And it is between Elon Musk, Ron DeSantis, George Soros, Klaus Schwab, Dick Cheney. Adolf Hitler, the devil, and the FBI are all together in a Twitter space, and we'll play. I mean, it's a little ridiculous, but let's listen to what that sounded like. Incorrectly. George, can you just wait while we... Hello? Can you hear me? We can all hear you, George. Can you just hold on for a second? Hilfa, I don't think they can hear me. <coughs> I can hear you fine, George. Just speak to I the I don't microphone. think George knows how to use Twitter. Hello, uh, can you hear me now? Can I please make my big announcement now? Everyone just... Hello! Just shut up, George. Can somebody just mute George? <laughs> it's Dick Cheney coughing. <coughs> Dick, could you try not to cough on the... <coughs> okay, so how are we going to take out Trump, you guys? It's the FBI. Uh, uh, guys from the FBI, this is not a private call. This is a public Twitter space. Everyone can listen in. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, guys, we uh, invited everyone to this uh, this Twitter space so Governor Ron DeSantis could... <coughs> everyone just shut the hell up so I can make my announcement, okay? You go, girl. Wait, the devil is gay? So what? Everyone in this call is gay. I Okay. That was AI, I'm guessing. I'm assuming that's how that was generated. So Trump was having the time of his life last night, just posting all these things. Let's see, we already talked about that. We played the video. Uh, there was the actual space, by the way, where DeSantis made his announcement. It was recorded? It, it's recorded. Okay. And it, uh, it's, right, it's right here. Now, it's less entertaining than all of the other ones, you know, because it's not quite as funny. Like 50,000 a minute, so... Uh... Well, he lacks vigor, flounders in the face of our nation's challenges, and he takes his cues from the woke mob. I don't think it has to be this way. American decline is not inevitable. It is a choice. And we should choose a new direction, a path that will lead to American revitalization. We must restore sanity to our nation. This means embracing fiscal and economic sanity. Stop pricing hardworking Americans out of a good standard of living through inflationary borrow print and spending policies. And please embrace American energy independence. This also means Replacing the woke mind virus with reality, facts, and enduring principles. Merit must trump identity politics. We must. So that was. He's not a terribly charismatic speaker. So, um, you know, it's not great just to listen to him talk or anything, which I think is going to be one of his downfalls. Listen, I I don't. I I think Trump is going to win if Trump is not in jail. I think Trump's going to win the nomination. If yeah. Trump is in jail, he might have a better shot at winning the nomination. I'm not sure. I agree he is boring. Um, but boring's good. 
Well, boring. That's the sad part is that's what we would actually need. Now, right. I don't think we. But the problem is a presidential election is a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. It is. Let me get uh, from and the live group. I see some people while while you're talking here, Charlie. I see some from the live group. What do you guys think of DeSantis and in the primary, excluding libertarian candidates? Who are you actually who, who would be your first choice right now if you had to gun to your head? I do like Vivek. I agree with that. Um, I think DeSantis has a better chance of winning the nominee over Trump. Um, Do you think DeSantis has the, a better chance than Trump of winning? Than Vivek. Of win- oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Let me see what people are saying. I'm just reading through here right now. Uh, first Vivek, choice. Vivek. Some Trumps. Mm-hmm. We one, got a DeSantis. One or two DeSantises. Chuck made it in there. Yeah, there you go. I Throw guess. your hat in the ring. I'll be 35 this year. True. I qualify. Yeah. See, this whole time I was wondering why you weren't president, and it was because <laughs> you're only 34 right yeah. now. Yeah. Bailey says, Ron Paul, that's that's who I'm personally going to go go towards. I've got a... Uh, let, uh, let's go through one of these other articles. Ron Paul can have a stroke on camera and still make more sense than all these other politicians. And, and he's already he's done that, too. Yeah. You know, still makes more sense than these other people. Bobby McShay says Chuck Costco 2024. Costco's too young, I think, to be vice president. Is now, there an age limit on vice presidency? I don't know. I don't know about one. that one. I'm not sure. It could be the same hmm. limits as president because you, uh, you know, would be first in line to the presidency. So I guess it would make sense if it were the the same age. Yeah. Um, I, w- I want to go through this article from CNN and looking at how heavy people are turning everyone's eyes towards Florida and just how awful it is and how oppressive it is for everyone. Uh, before I think we go directly into our thoughts on DeSantis, because this article is going to cover a few of the things uh, that, that I wanted to say about them. But this is from CNN, the nation's largest LGBTQ advocacy group, joins others in warning people about visiting Florida. Now, the NAACP already issued a travel advisory for Florida because of how dangerous it was down there. All right, minorities, immigrants, and now members of the LGBTQ community, not plus, I don't know what's going on here, are being warned of the risks of visiting Florida. Very dangerous place. I went, <clears throat> so typically Pride Pride is like the first weekend in June or something like that, right? I don't, I don't know. So one Memorial, do you one Memorial Day weekend, we went down to Florida for the beach um, to, to bring the dogs down there for the first time. Had a blast. Um, but there was gay pride people everywhere. This was, I think, twenty like twenty twenty one. So it was, it was <clears throat> that was before the uh, gulags opened up, though. Yeah, but that they was in the midst built. of DeSantis and his mind games over these people. He mm-hmm. was he had planted this infectious sand on the beaches yeah. already, and it was COVID was still alive and well in twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. And the Florida people, we met so many, so many pride people that weekend, and none of them were fearful. What were they proud of? I think of their their letters. Oh, yeah, I got you. The, yeah. <clears throat> the VICTI. They were all plus. nice. We we they were all. Everyone was really nice, especially to the dogs. So they're so warning about dogs. the risks of visiting Florida after the nation's largest LGBTQ advocacy group issued a travel advisory following newly passed laws 
and policies that may be harmful to people in those communities. Like, you just go across the border and, uh, you know, you can't say gay. You forget all of black history. You forget completely about slavery as soon as you cross over the border. And, of course, in the latter stages, they start rounding people up and putting them in camps in Florida. You know what's so strange about this is Florida is one of the fastest growing states. Yeah, a lot of people are moving there. A lot of people are moving there. It's so strange how when you look at the stats, like these places are just awful, dangerous cesspools of right-wing extremist domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. Yet some, for some reason, you know, people still die on rafts trying to get there yeah. to, the, to these places, places like Tennessee, Texas, Florida, all these states that just have an influx of people, especially over the last couple of years with COVID. They're all running to states that are more free, less taxes, and have a, have a better understanding, uh, speak the, the truth. You see, Charlie, the, the mistake that you're making right now is in assuming that they actually believe what they're saying right now. Yeah. They don't actually believe what they're saying. They're just saying it because they know that Ron DeSantis is announcing that he's going to be running for president and they have to get out ahead of him. They have to start attacking him immediately. And that's why these things are happening. On Tuesday, the Human Rights Campaign, in partnership with Equality Florida, issued an updated travel notice notice outlining potential impacts of six bills that were recently passed, many of which have already been signed by the state's Republican Governor DeSantis. Quote, while not a blanket recommendation against travel, nor a call for a boycott, the travel advisory outlines the devastating impacts of laws that are hostile to the LGBTQ community. Over the weekend, the NAACP issued a travel advisory for Florida. The laws is basically <laughs> saying we can't sexually assault kids. <laughs> That's what's dangerous. And Beware! You got to keep LGBTQ. your clothes on around children. Yeah, you yeah. know, I know you don't want to go there. I know that you're traveling, and your purpose of traveling is is to expose dangling <laughs> your stuff in front of children, yeah. and we just want to let you know that this. This is a dangerous environment to do that. Unless you get those bikini bottoms that have the extra, you know, coverage. Yeah, Yeah. but you can't find those at Target anymore, (laughs) you know, because of the fascists. Over the weekend, the NAACP issued a travel advisory for Florida in direct response to DeSantis's aggressive attempt to erase black history and restrict diversity. Now, mind you, they're not just saying we don't like that they're doing this. They're issuing a travel advisory because... Of DeSantis's attempts to erase Black history in schools, which Jesus. is <laughs> don't worry. This part, the NAACP part, is going to be in dumb leap of the week uh, for sure. Uh, we've also got uh, LULAC, the League of United Latin American Citizens, issued a travel advisory after DeSantis signed a new immigration law that will go into effect on July. I hope they notified the people on the rafts. A bunch of Latin Americans live in Florida. <clears throat> A lot. Like, yes. Like the, the, actually, the prominent language in Miami is Spanish. That's, I've had trouble talking to people in two places, Hong Kong and Miami. Yeah. Those were the hardest times I've had talking to people. I've had more Uber drivers in Miami that don't speak English than I have like anywhere else I've traveled Spain, Mexico, <laughs> like all, all other places. Uh, shoot, even when I was in Peru, mm-hmm. 
there's more people in Miami who don't speak English, at least empirically that I've come across now. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. That's not why I'm saying that. But what I'm saying is, is that you have this league that is supposed to represent Latin Americans that don't even realize how many Latin Americans live in Florida. The advisories from these advocacy groups there, by the way, they do. They do. Uh, The advisories from the groups come as DeSantis has filed to run for president. Yes, that is why they are issuing these advisories currently right now with a campaign built around conservative agenda over the years in Florida. Uh, The advisory highlights policies DeSantis has signed into law like new restrictions on gender affirming treatments for transgender minors. What they mean is mutilating the genitals Mm. of kids. Yes, or giving them hormones to change their natural development process. Yeah, drag shows where people dance almost nude in front of kids, not just drag shows. Uh, bathroom usage and which, pro- and which pronouns can be used in school. LGBTQ advocates in the state criticize the legislation as a larger effort to erase them from Florida schools and society. One measure prohibits transgender children from receiving gender-affirming treatments, including prescriptions that block puberty hormones or sex reassignment surgeries, Mm. even. Jeez. Under the the law, a court could intervene to temporarily remove a child from their home if they receive gender-affirming treatments or procedures. I'm so tired of this language, by the way. Yeah. I'm not going to use it anymore. Every time I see gender-affirming treatment, I'm just going to say the mutilization... Mutilation. Mutilation. You can put of, a Z in there if you want of, to. That's fine. Of kids. Yeah. I just, we could just say sex change, sex change and the, see, procedures. This, this is how they, this is how they work around mm. all of these things rather than calling it what it is. If we're actually going to affirm the gender, why don't we affirm the gender that the kid actually is? You're supposed to affirm their feelings. You're not <laughs> affirming their gender. You're affirming their feelings. It's insanity. Their emotions. It's insanity. DeSantis also signed a provision restricting teachers, faculty, and students from using the pronouns of their choice in public schools. That bill declares that it must be the policy of all schools that a person's sex is an immutable biological trait and it is false to use a pronoun other than the sex on a person's birth certificate. Now, for the actual teachers and faculty, oh, and students, from using pronouns of their choice in public schools, I'd have to look into that one. Now, in a lot of places around the country, we've seen... Uh, laws that were basically the teachers could start calling the student by whatever their pronoun was and not notify the parents, not talk to the parents about it uh, whatsoever. I think that's completely ridiculous. I would need to look into this one. It also affirmed that sexual orientation and gender identity cannot be taught in schools through the eighth grade, codifying a state board of education decision to block such topics in all grades from K through 12. Okay, so Charlie... What are your thoughts on DeSantis? Now, we both, I, I think we both pretty much agree that Trump is going to be the nominee. And I, I mean, that's how I feel on the matter. It could, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I still believe that Trump has no chance in winning in the general election. And I think someone like DeSantis does. But I am going to come out and tell you right now. I would not vote for DeSantis. I, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. I would not vote Why for him. Why is that? I'm sorry. Let me take you back to what year was it when Gary Johnson was running? 2016. Was it 2016? Now, as a libertarian, you'd think that I would, I would vote for the libertarian candidate, but I did not vote for Gary Johnson. 
And that was because of the bake the cake question that he mm. asked. He did say that he would force the baker to bake the cake. What about his... <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about that part. Jim Carrey routine. And honestly, I didn't know where Aleppo was until he told me that he didn't know where it was. So play hardball? <laughs> I could. I'm game. <laughs> um, the kids these days don't even know what you're talking about, you know? What? Careful with the shaking. Oh, jeez. You are shaking the shit out of these cameras. <sighs> I'm sorry, man. Hands to... down. Hands... <laughs> Hands off the table, okay? Hands off the table. I can't vote for him, and a a lot of people are going to be annoyed by this. I understand. I can't vote for him because of his stance and what he's doing with Disney. I can't do it. We've already talked about this. We talked about this a year ago. But he is clearly using political motivation to take away the Reedy Creek Improvement District and their special, what we call privileges right now now privileges that the government gives you here's the privilege you have the ability to own and operate your own land in the way that you see fit there's your special privileges that disney has now they have that over other businesses that don't have that same right that is being protected by the state government it does not mean Since that is unfair, and it is unfair, since that is unfair, I do not take that away from Disney. I extend that right to the other businesses that want it. There are 1,800 special improvement districts or, or special districts in Florida. He has clearly made a political decision. Now, do I agree with what Disney does? Absolutely the hell not. I don't agree with the ideas that they are trying to push the kids at all. But if they were out there and they were in uh, they were in California and they were more on the conservative right and there was a conservative right-wing Disney and they had the same improvement district that they have in Florida and they're in California and Gavin Newsom was going after them because they don't like the Christian values that they're putting in their in their animated movies we would all be up in arms about it. The Republicans would be on the exact opposite side about it. And they would say, well, they have the right to own and operate their own land and to collect their own taxes and pay for their own uh, water and and whatever else it is that they're doing. Look at it. The places, they got to go their monorail going through there. Okay? There's no trash anywhere on the streets. The roads are amazing. You know? We would be making that case and all the people on the right and many libertarians, I believe, would be agreeing that what Gavin Newsom is doing to the Christian conservative version of Disney is wrong. It's a political attack. There's no principle. This is communism or fascism or authoritarianism, whatever it is. But since we don't like what Disney does, we use that to justify, many people do, we use that to justify what DeSantis has been doing to Disney. Yeah, because people want to punch back. They want that's because, why they love Trump so much. Yeah. Because they were tired of of the 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 woke left using the power of the government to push their agenda on others. And so now they want to push back with their agenda. This is the danger that Jordan Peterson talked a lot about with identity politics. And the problem is is if we keep going back and forth like that, all it ends it just ends up in destruction. Um there's a point in standing up for what you believe in, but we don't do that by compromising our principles. There's a diff that there's a big difference in, in that, which is why like 
no matter how bad somebody does something at all, I can't get behind the death penalty. Mm-hmm. You know, the more and more I think about it, it's a principle that I hold because, because I truly believe that all men and women are created by go, you know, the thing. I, I agree. And since I yeah. believe in that, all of them have inherent value, mm-hmm. right? And are made in the image of God. That's a deep, that's a belief that I have, a principle that I have. So it doesn't matter how bad someone is, and people can be absolutely horrible, right? They could be confirmed psychopaths, they could whatever the case may be. It is not our job to um to end that life. And I can't see another way around that, especially when the government can get it wrong. That's that's my biggest that's hang the up. Biggest on it. thing, and so you can't compromise your principles just because you want to get back at somebody or something like that. You otherwise, you're becoming a version of yourself that isn't true to who you are. And what? And that's a dangerous game to play. The reason I brought up my decision on Gary Johnson in 2016 is because there's a fundamental principle that Gary Johnson did not share. And if I'm going to vote for a libertarian. They better at least have that principle. And with Ron DeSantis, what I see is our, you know, bare minimum principle for a Republican, this free market ideology, small government ideology. I mean, he's not a, he's not an ANCAP, I guess. He's not a libertarian, you know. Uh, Republicans aren't trying to get rid of the government or anything like that. But this idea that you're just going to go after someone because you don't like their ideology, to me, that makes him a pretty dangerous guy to have. It's not that Trump wouldn't do that too. I'm not arguing in favor of Trump whatsoever, but that makes him a pretty dangerous guy. And I have no idea what the hell he would do with it. Meaning I might, I might agree with some of the things that he did. If he were the president, I might agree with some of the the changes that he made, but who's going to be president after him. And what he's actually doing is giving all of those powers and authorities to whoever the person is that comes after him. And who are they going to go after with all of those powers? That's why I think he is too dangerous of a person to put into that office. Because whatever the hell it is that he does, someone else is going to use that against my ideology afterwards. They're already trying to now, do it right now. Not that they're not already doing it. Now, right? I would be lying if I didn't say that I would, I, you know, if given the choice between Trump, DeSantis, and I don't know, um, Kamala Harris or whoever the uh, Biden even yeah. say it's going to be Biden. I think out of the three, if if one of them was going to win, then there were no other options. I think I would prefer DeSantis. I I still personally agree with. I would still personally enjoy the four to eight years under DeSantis. That's weird to say it that way. That's the way he says it. Yeah, that's, that's weird. His own name. I would still personally enjoy the four to eight years under DeSantis the most out of all of those people. Uh, but I, what I'm saying is, would I still prefer him to make it into that position over the other people? I would probably still prefer him to make it in that. Am I going to give him my vote? I, I'm not going to do that. I have to give my vote to someone that I see as a, a fundamental principle basis that I can somewhat align with. Yep. That's why I've written in Ron Paul, or I, I wrote in, I think Rand Paul is actually very principled. Uh, a, a very principled person when it comes to these things. So, you know, Thomas Massey would be better if I were going to vote for a Republican in this instance. I don't know where he comes down on the Disney thing. But anyway, and, I just wouldn't be able to you, give him my vote. There's someone else who I can give that vote to, probably in the in the Libertarian Party this time around. I'm going to like someone enough to give them my vote. And look, 
no one's going to be perfect, right? We're never going to find a perfect candidate. So I would, I would caution you on that to say, um, we need to find the perfect candidate who aligns with every single value that we have. Cause that's, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. That's very impossible. One person asked a question, um, back on what we were talking about earlier, which is what do you do to people who hurt people that just because I don't believe in the death penalty doesn't mean I don't believe people should go unpunished. Yeah. Um, there should definitely be, um, punishments for hurting other people. I agree. Absolutely. And that's um, to go with life, should life be, in prison. Should, people should be held accountable uh, for the damage that they cause, 100%. We've seen a lot of exonerations of people that were on death row or that had life in prison, things like that, that were found innocent later on. And, and yeah, going with life in prison is, is much better. I want to run through this real quick before we, we do have to go in just a few minutes. I wanted to give you an update on the U-Hile driver uh, <laughs> that tried to kill Biden with his Nazi flag that was in his backpack. Yeah. Okay, we have an update here from the Washington Post. He was just missing the flagpole. They didn't have the... Which, that was a problem. Yeah actually and no well you know there could have been a fire extinguisher under the seat in the truck i'm not sure if they looked at this mm. but that could have been really bad uh, as well that's a weapon of war the man an with a nazi fl- fi- an assault fire extinguisher the man with a nazi flag who authorities say crashed a u-haul truck into a security barrier outside the white house monday and told investigators he would kill president biden is not a u.s citizen or a lawful resident a prosecutor said in court wednesday that's not the crazy important point I wanted to bring up. New details came during the initial hearing for Sai Varshith Kandua. Kandua, I don't know how you say it. Kandula. Yeah, whatever, whatever way that you say that. Uh, where he is facing a single count now of destroying property with the, inc- with the incident that grabbed national media attention. Remember, there was a right-wing extremist Nazi that tried to assassinate President Biden. Turns out that was the story. Citizen, not even he's now he could be a right wing extremist Nazi, you know, and not be a citizen. Yeah, it's not a requirement that you that you be an actual U.S. citizen to do that. No one was hurt, but authorities allege Condula said he was willing to commit violence as part of a plan to seize power. Hmm. There, but they dropped all the other charges except. He was, he was in a U-Haul truck with a backpack that contained only a brand new Nazi flag. <laughs> a fuller picture of Kondula also began to emerge uh, from an acquaintance who attended high school with him in suburban St. Louis. Uh, Arian Barfield said he and other friends were shocked by the allegations against Kondula, whom he portrayed as quiet and kind. It's always the quiet ones you got to watch out for. U.S. Attorney Alexander Schneider argued Condola should be detained because he was a flight risk and his attack was violent and aimed at disrupting the government. Man, they are really trying to make this into something, aren't they? Barfield, who ran on the track team with Condola at Marquette High School in Chesterfield, Missouri, wrote in a series of Facebook messages to WAPO that he had difficulty reconciling the actions Condola is accused of taking with the person he knew. He wrote that Condula kept to himself and wouldn't hurt a fly. Barfield was particularly surprised the alleged threat to kill the president. Barfield wrote that Condula liked to wear a surgical mask with Biden's name on it during the pandemic because it would get a reaction from people at Marquette, which Barfield described as conservative. Now, I don't know if he was doing that jokingly or he actually supported Biden, meaning he was wearing a mask in high school. Or he was breathing his COVID on Biden. (laughs) That was it. He was trying to slowly kill Biden's name. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's what it was. Barfield and Kaldua had an introduction to a computer class together. They had 
They still have intro to computers classes in the in the last couple of years. That's still a thing. Um, maybe they teach you like the. Is that where the kids teach the teachers how to use a computer? Maybe. <laughs> maybe it gives you the behind the scenes. They discuss pursuing careers in computer engineering. Barfield wrote he never heard Condula espouse any support for Nazis, and he didn't. Remember, this is not a, oh, yeah, we went to high school together 15 years ago. He must be way different now. This is a guy who went to school with him two years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's like he didn't say anything about Nazis. He didn't appear to struggle with mental illness. But, of course, they went to high school before Elon Musk bought Twitter. Mm. And Condula must use Twitter quite a bit. I bet that's what's actually going on. Yeah. Uh, Condula had plenty of friends in high school. And we know about the incident where the U-Haul box truck drove onto a sidewalk in Lafayette Square and tried to get through some barriers, couldn't do it. Condula got out of the truck and removed a red and white flag with a Nazi swastika. It was a Nazi flag uh, from a backpack. A search of the U-Haul turned up no weapons, no ammunition, no explosives, according to the charging documents. He was taken into custody and Condula told the Secret Service that he flew from St. Louis to D.C. on a one-way ticket, arriving around 8 Monday. Uh, After landing, he rented a U-Haul near Dulles Airport and drove directly to the White House. He just, I guess he forgot his other bag. I don't really know. I don't, what is this, Charlie? I have no idea. What is going on? Is this guy just, is he crazy? I'm not a race or ethnicity expert, but I, I can tell you this guy doesn't appear to be white. He does not seem, he does not seem to come from a, I don't think he's in the Aryan Brotherhood or anything like that, mm. but uh, who knows? Not sure. This all it's, seems very strange. It's. I'm not saying it's some kind of wild, crazy conspiracy where they get this guy who's not a citizen and they tell him that he's got to do this thing or they'll, I don't know, murder his family or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's just really weird to me it is very strange it's not adding up and we are going to keep up on this case i want to hear from this guy what was he doing and and why and how and much it, was he paid <laughs> what were they holding over his head who's yeah. being <laughs> was he seen with ray epps <laughs> that's what we want to know we'll keep everyone up to date on this very weird story because they're trying everything they can to show everybody this threat of nazis white supremacy u-hauls far yeah far right wing tourist out there domestic tourist and this new war on terror is going to be used to take even more liberties uh, away from all of us going to give the government even more power going to further divide the nation and i just want to know whether or not this is even a, a real story yeah I want to know what's going on. The live on. group is still talking about I voting. I see that. I see that. Um, so they obviously don't care about That's domestic fine. terrorism. That's fine. So, you know, if you want to be a part of the live group, then go to joingml.com or godhatesfeds.com. Get yourself a t-shirt. And then also there's a link there to go to the Fed Haters Club. You want to be a part of the Fed Haters Club before the price goes up. So go do that and join. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the show with a friend, a family member, and a foe. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and if you do all those things, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.